Coming up on The Overcoming Life with Jimmy Evans. Well, what I want to say to you is this. Thank God for Jesus. And thank God that he came and he took away the devil's authority completely. And he has now given us authority and power to live our lives in freedom without being oppressed by the devil in one area of our lives. What Jesus said is nothing shall by any means harm you. If we use the authority that Jesus has given us, what it means is the devil can't harm a hair on our heads. Exodus 3.1, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb at Sinai, Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. Now, Moses is hiding. Okay, this, he's on the back side of the desert. He, he's afraid of Pharaoh. The most powerful man in the world wants to kill him. So he is, he is finding the safest place on earth he can find not to be killed by Pharaoh. Exodus 3.7, now, the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Now, this is the devil's will for our lives. This is the, the perfect picture of the devil's will for our lives. He wants us to cruelly oppress our nation. He wants to cruelly oppress our families. He wants to cruelly oppress us as we hide in fear. That's, that's the perfect picture of the devil's will for our lives. But God comes and he calls Moses now to go deliver the children of Israel. And in doing so, he supernaturally empowers his shepherd's staff or his rod. This is Exodus 4 and beginning in verse 1. Moses answered and said, suppose they do, will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to them, what is that in your hand? He said, a rod. He said, cast it on the ground, and he cast it on the ground. It became a serpent, and Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. And then in verse 17 of Exodus 4, God says again, and you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the sign. So to empower Moses to go down and deliver Israel, he uh, empowers uh, his shepherd's rod. Now, let me, this is uh, actually Moses' rod right here. I bought this online this week. They promised it's Moses. It's also an awesome ninja uh, weapon. But so Moses is in, the, is in the wilderness, and he's with his sheep, and he's got a shepherd's staff, okay? And so God comes in, in the burning bush, and he's calling Moses to deliver Israel. And Moses says, you know, there, there's all this fear going on in Moses. So Moses is pushing back on God, and God says, okay, Moses, I know you're afraid that the people won't believe you. Throw, throw the rod down. He threw it down. It became a snake. That's pretty awesome. And he said, now pick it up by the tail. He did. It became a stick again. He said, so I'm going to be with you now in this stick. But in the Bible, a rod is a symbol of authority and power, even with sheep. When you're a shepherd and you have this, it means you have authority over the sheep. If they do something wrong, you reach over and pop them with it. And so this is a symbol of authority, but it also empowers you as a shepherd. But also in the Bible, this is uh, Revelation 19:15. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, talking about Jesus, that with it he should strike the nations, 
and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. There will be a tribulation period of time, seven years of tribulation. We won't be here. We'll be in heaven with Jesus after the rapture. There'll be a seven-year tribulation, and then Jesus returns. And for a thousand years, we rule the earth with Jesus, but there are mortals living on the earth. There are people, unbelievers, who survived the tribulation. And part of their punishment is they have to live under the rule of Jesus Christ for a thousand years. It won't, won't it be a joy to have Jesus as president for a thousand years? I mean, it really will be. I mean, what? A, but for unbelievers, it's, it's torture. Because they will have, and it says that Jesus has one of these when he rules in his millennial kingdom, but it's iron. And what that means is he's not going to take any lip off Madonna if she makes it through the tribulation. <laughs> he ain't taking no lip from Howard Stern. He ain't taking no lip from any politician. He ain't taking no lip from any unbeliever. He will rule them with a rod of iron because Jesus has power and authority. And that's what this means right here. And so Moses... Moses is going down, God is calling, thank you, Pastor Jim, is Moses is calling, or God is calling Moses to go down to Egypt, and God says, I'm giving you supernatural authority and power to go down and deliver my people. And God's authority and power must always go together. You can't just have authority, and you can't just have power. You have to have authority and power. And so uh, authority without power is a badge without a gun. And power without authority is a gun without a badge. Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. This was a, a man in church with a demon. And when the demon had come out, uh, had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves saying, what a word this is. For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. And the report about him went into every place in the surrounding region. Now, see, God has a plan for your life. Number one, I want you to know that an awesome God created you and your mother's womb, and you're special. Period. You're special. And you have a special call on your life. Number two, I want you to know that in spite of the fact that you're special with a special call on your life, there's an evil devil and he hates you. And for you to do what God wants you to do with your life, you're going to need authority and power. And the good news is God's given it to us. He's given us authority and power, just like he did with Moses, okay? He's just like he did with Jesus. He's given us authority and power. This is Luke 10, 19. This is not to the 12 disciples. This is to 70 believers that include the 12. This is just a, a group of believers. Jesus said, behold, I give you authority. That's the word exousia. I give you authority to trample. That's a violent word. If you hear like there's a soccer game somewhere and 50 people got trampled, it's a violent word. If a horse tramples somebody, it's a violent word. God, Jesus is saying, I'm giving you the divine authority to be violent with the devil. To trample on serpents, that's the devil and his powers. Scorpions, that's demonic powers. And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's saying here, I give you absolute authority over the enemy. The devil and every demon in hell has been put under the authority of my people. Somebody say amen. That's pretty good news, y'all. I'm telling you right now. Okay, then, then, so there's the authority right there. Acts 1.8, Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let me go back to the story of the children of Israel. Pharaoh represents Satan. 
Okay, Moses represents Jesus. He's a type of deliverer. And he has authority and power through his rod to deliver the children of Israel. But the Egyptians represents demons. The Egyptians, the taskmasters, represent the serpents and the scorpions. The, the, remember, scorpions bite through their tail. The taskmasters had their whips whipping the children of Israel. But here we have the church. The, the children of Israel represent the church. And uh, Moses represents Christ, but he also represents leadership in the church. And here you have this pathetic story of the children of Israel being cruelly oppressed by demon spirits while their deliverer is hiding on the backside of the desert. Okay. Well, what I want to say to you is this. Thank God for Jesus. And thank God that he came and he took away the devil's authority completely. And he has now given us authority and power to live our lives in freedom without being oppressed by the devil in one area of our lives. What Jesus said is nothing shall by any means harm you. If we use the authority that Jesus has given us, what it means is the devil can't harm a hair on our heads. The devil can't, nothing shall by any means harm you. Okay. But we have to remember something. And this is, a, this is a part of the story now. The ten plagues are over. There's just been the death of the firstborn. Okay. The first Passover for Israel, the Pharaoh's son died. And the firstborn of, of Egypt all died. And then, and only then, did Pharaoh agree that they could leave Egypt. Okay, but then he hardens his heart, you remember. They, they're leaving Egypt, and they're up against the Red Sea. They have nowhere to go. Okay, they're, they're, they're there. And now uh, he changes his mind, and he has 600 chariots and his army that are pursuing them, and they're pinned up against the Red Sea. And one of the interesting things in this story is, as soon as they see the Egyptians coming, the children of Israel say to Moses, God brought us out here to kill us. There aren't enough graves in Egypt. He brought us out here to kill us. And that's one of the regular themes, and that's one of my messages also, is about the, the, just their perspective, their, their you know, image of God that they had. And so Moses turns to them. This is Moses turning to the children of Israel. They're absolutely terrified because they see you'll Brenner coming after him. Okay, the Yul Brenner was the actor in the Ten Commandments that played Pharaoh. So that's a, Exodus 14, 13. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you've seen today, you shall see again no more. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all of his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Okay, so the, the, the people, of you can imagine, I mean, they were terrified. And so even after all of the signs that God did through the 10 plagues, and they saw the power of God, and they're about to leave, they're still believing he just brought us out here to kill us. And so they turn around, they see the Egyptians coming, they're terrified, and Moses just is preaching a great message. And he said, hey, don't you fear God's going to, here's what Moses is saying, God is going to fight for you. And you just stand back and you just watch the salvation of God. It was a great message until God told him to be quiet. <laughs> God, God's going to deliver you. God sees you and he's going to come and get you. Everybody said, give me an amen. amen. The children of Israel were not amening, I can tell you that right now. And God, here's what God says. What, what are you, what are you doing? What are you talking about me? 
Why are you crying out to me? Acting like I'm going to do something. That rod is going to deliver you, Moses. Stretch out your rod and the sea will divide and the people will go out on dry land. Here's the moral of the story. God will not do for us what he's given us the ability to do for ourselves. Amen. We're not pawns. We're children of the most high God. We're the army of God. We're the bride of Christ. We have been invested with the authority and power of God. And sometimes I'm telling you right now, we're waiting for God to show up when God already showed up. We're waiting for God to do something when he empowered us to do that very thing. And what I'm saying to you, there's a time to pray. There's a time to read your Bible. There's a time to seek God. But when God has invested his authority and power for you, he won't do that thing. He wants you to do it. Stand up and take authority over the devil. Stand up and take authority over every demon in hell. Stand up and proclaim the deliverance of God. Lift up your rod and the sea will divide. Why are you crying out to me, Moses? Why are you crying out? I empowered you when you left the wilderness to come down here and deliver those people. And don't you tell those people I'm going to do something that you have the power to do. We have authority as believers. Every believer has authority. Every believer does. When you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up, you have power. It doesn't matter if you're a plumber, a student, a stay-at-home mom, a lawyer, a doctor, what, whoever you are, you don't have to be a pastor. Every believer has authority. And let me say, and because of that, you can live your life in freedom without fear. Have you felt overwhelmed by the challenges of life? The secret to overcoming stress and worry is living in God's presence. He'll guide you and help you overcome every negative emotion you experience. This series, Living in God's Presence, uses the life of Moses to show you how to possess your promised land and know God intimately. We want to get this series into your hands, and today we have an offer that will help take you deeper into your relationship with God. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Living in God's Presence series on CD or as an audio download. And with your gift of $50 or more, you can receive the Living in God's Presence series on DVD or as a video download. Plus, receive Jimmy's life-changing book, 10 Steps Towards Christ, a practical resource that will help you overcome old habits and mindsets in order to rely on God. You don't have to live with stress and anxiety. Start your journey of intimate friendship with God today. Here's the significance of the fact that we have supernatural authority and power. Number one, the devil, listen to what I'm saying, the devil and anything associated with the devil has no right to rule over us or oppress us, but rather we have the God-given authority to rule over him. The minute that God handed Pharaoh the rod, or handed Moses the rod, Pharaoh lost his authority over the children of Israel. Let's listen to Jesus. All authority, this is Matthew 28, 18. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Let me, let me ask you this now. If all authority has been given to Jesus, is there any authority left for the devil? Colossians 2 says, when Jesus rose from the grave, he took Satan and all of his demonic forces and paraded them through the heavenlies and pronounced him a loser. Every spirit, every demonic spirit, every angelic spirit in the heavenlies know that Satan has no more authority. And Jesus said, all authority, all exousia has been given to me in heaven and on earth. I'm giving it to you. Go, therefore. 
we have the, Satan has no right over me. Listen, he has no right over my body. He has no right over my mind. He has no right over my emotions. He has no right over my children. He has no right over my marriage. He has no right over my finances. He has no right over my reputation. He has no right over my ministry or my business. He has no right. He has no right. He has no authority over me. So listen, listen, he's banking on the fact that I don't know I have authority. He, the only thing he can do to me is what I let him do. Well, how do I let him do it? Don't use my authority. Number two, significance of the fact that we have authority and power. Nothing can keep us from living in the fullness of the promises of God and his destiny for our lives. The minute that God handed Moses the rod, Pharaoh lost his right over them, and the rod was the key out of Egypt and into the promised land. You have authority and you have power. And what that means is that's your key out of bondage to the devil, and that's the key into the promised land God has for you. You have the power to set yourself free from the devil and his bondage. God's given you that authority. Satan can never do anything to you that you can't outdo him. You have authority over the devil. Now, Karen and I, we were coming to Trinity. I was in business with my parents, and we had just started coming to Trinity. You know, we were getting a tremendous amount of ministry when we came here. We needed it. And we, we joined a life group, uh, Bob and Sarah, Gree's, uh, Sarah Key's life group. It was actually a discipleship group. Really, the first people we met here, there were 13 people in the group, and, and we went every week. And Karen and I started fighting. You know, the Lord had healed our marriage, you know, of our horrible problems. But uh, we were fighting this particular week a lot. You know, we just, we just kind of been fighting, you know, about little everything. I don't, I don't even know what it was about. But Karen was on my nerves really bad, and so it was the night. <laughs> it, so Karen, Karen came in the room and said, it's time to go to uh, life group, you know, with Bob and Sarah. And I said, I'm not going. And I was just doing it just to irritate her. And I said, I'm not going. She said, Jimmy, come on, come on. You know, let's, we need to go. You know, let's go. I said, I'm not going. Get out. I'm not going. So she left and she went to uh, the group without me. And when she came home a few hours later, I was probably sitting there watching TV and she walked in the door and she was real serious and she sat down in front of me. And she said, I need to tell you what Sarah Key said. I said, what? And she said, uh, Sarah has been praying for us, and she saw a lion's head in our living room, and it was the devil trying to break us up. And she said, we need to hold hands and pray and bind that in the name of Jesus because it's trying to break up our marriage. Jesus, Matthew 16, I say to you, you're Peter. On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I didn't know about binding and loosing. I'm going to talk about it again next week. I, did, I didn't know. Bind means disallow. Loose means allow. Whatever you allow in your home, Jesus said, I'll honor that. You can allow anything you want to in your home. But if you disallow it, if you bind it, I'll honor that too. Whatever you allow in your body, I'll allow but whatever you disallow, I'll honor that too. Whatever you allow, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. I'll honor it in heaven. Whatever you what loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Well, see, I didn't want to be a weird person. I, I, I thought anyone who speaks to demons is weird. And Karen came home and said, there's a lion's head roaring. And Sarah said for us to hold hands and pray and bind it, and it would leave. And it's the first Karen and I held hands 
And it's the first time in my life I ever talked to a demon spirit. And I, I was not a good prayer. I, I was real self-conscious about not being a good prayer. And now I'm a professional. And <laughs> I said, in the name of Jesus, we bind you over our marriage and over our home. Immediately, immediately, it was like you sprayed air freshener and opened the drapes. Immediately, the atmosphere in our home changed. And immediately, I looked at Karen and thought, I love her so much. What are we fighting about? I couldn't even remember. I couldn't even remember why I was mad at her. And our marriage was fine, and we stopped fighting. What I'm saying to you is there are demon spirits that are out to get you. You need to open up your eyes and understand that not everything happening in your life is happening just in the physical realm. Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes there's a demon behind it or the devil behind it, and you have the power to bind and loose him, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. The gates of hell. And the gates... The gates are the most fortified area of a city in the, in the Old Testament. You know, in Old World, when you had a city and you built walls, the gates were the most fortified areas. And when the church was birthed, Jesus said, the gates cannot prevail against you. Against any believer, you have the ability to come against them. I'm going to say one more thing. We didn't know we were Jimmy and Karen Evans. We didn't know that one day we would set millions and millions of people free in their marriages. We didn't know that. I don't know how much the devil knows, but I think he knew something. But if we wouldn't have won that battle, we certainly wouldn't have gotten to our promised land. Because our promised land was helping people all over the world to understand marriage and to overcome the devil. You're someone special. You may not know it. We didn't know it back then. You may not know it right now. But you understand this. You have a promised land that's awesome. And you better bear the rod because you're not going to get there without it. You have the power to get out of Egypt and the power to get into the promised land. But you'll have to do some binding and loosening to get there. There's one other thing, and I'm done. God has called us to be a deliverer to others who are being oppressed by the devil. One of the most exhilarating things in the world is to be able to pray and minister to another person and see them set free. John 14, 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. I believe that we have been, in, and remember Jesus cast the demon out, and they said with power and authority he does these things. Jesus said, you'll do greater than that. We have authority, and what Jesus wants us to remember is, not only does he want us to be set free and live in victory, he wants us to be a Moses for somebody else. When you see someone on your block being cruelly oppressed by the devil, you should start praying for those people. Amen. You should reach out to those people. When you see someone that you know is, is in bondage, you should start praying for them and pray, God, give me an opportunity to use the power and authority on my life to reach out to them and set them free. Well, I love this message. You know, our, this program is called The Overcoming Life, and that's my desire, is that every believer can live an overcoming life, you know, but... Here's Moses, and God is trying to deliver uh, the children of Israel through Moses, and Moses has a rod. And Moses is there at the, the uh, edge of the Red Sea with Pharaoh bearing down on him. And he's crying out to God, and God is saying, why, why are you crying out to me? Use the rod that I gave you. And I believe that that's what God would say to many of us, is we're in a difficult circumstance, but we have to remember we have the full authority of Jesus Christ. 
Jesus said, I give you authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you if you use the authority. And as I said in that message, God won't do for us what he's given us the ability to do for ourselves, like Moses. God gave Moses a rod of authority and that rod had tremendous power. And Moses is standing there holding a rod that has the ability to part the Red Sea and he's crying out to God like he's defenseless and God says, use it. Well, this is the rod of authority that God has given us. And through our spoken words in the authority of Christ, we can bind the power of the enemy and we can speak and our confession has tremendous power to call things into being that are not as though they were. We have been given a rod of authority, but we have to use it. And I'm saying right there in your life right now, maybe there are some things, maybe there's some enemies coming against you, some, some spirits that are coming against you and you feel like, you know, as one guy said, I heard one guy say one day, I have bad luck. No, you don't have bad luck. You're just like all the rest of us. The devil hates us and God loves us. And the way that we act, our faith, is what makes the difference. I want you to put faith in the authority that God has given you. If you're a child of God, if you've been born again for one day, you have all the same authority that I have. There's no favorite children in God's family. We're all God's favorite children. And right there where you are, I want you to put faith in the authority that God has given you. I want you to stand up. I want you to lift your rod, and I want you to declare that your Red Sea is about to part, and you're gonna go to your promised land and the devil and all of his demons are gonna be defeated. This is your day to overcome. The secret to overcoming stress and worry is living in God's presence. He'll guide you and help you overcome every challenge. In this powerful series, Living in God's Presence, Jimmy Evans will help you discover how to know God, the authority you have over the enemy, and how to possess your promised land. There's a rock following you, and his name is Jesus. And he'll be there for the rest of your life, and he'll always give you what you need. Support the overcoming life with your gift of any amount, and we'll send you the complete series, Living in God's Presence, on CD or audio download. Receive the complete series, Living in God's Presence, on DVD or video download, and Jimmy Evans' book, 10 Steps Towards Christ, for your gift of $50 or more. The 10 Steps Toward Christ book gives you practical steps to navigate your new life in Christ. The Lord will help you solve every problem, meet every need, and conquer every enemy. Receive this life-changing series today. This year, the EXO Marriage Conference is coming to a city near you. The EXO Tour is a -a one-of-a-kind live marriage conference bringing couples together in venues across the country. The greatest marriages come from two people who just go through it together and come out on the other side and they win. Hear Jimmy Evans and many other remarkable speakers communicate on how to have a thriving, healthy marriage. Find an EXO Tour location near you and come together with other couples as we unite to strengthen families and start something new in your marriage. Even in the midst of something that you thought, I don't know if we're going to make it through this, when you come together and you lean on God together and you refuse to give up, He can do the miraculous Experience why so many couples call the EXO Tour an unforgettable investment for their marriage. We believe that your family has a bright future. For more information and to register at a city near you, visit exomarriage.com tour. 
Thank you for watching The Overcoming Life with Jimmy Evans. Support The Overcoming Life with your best gift and receive the series Living in God's Presence. Experience the EXO Tour at a city near you. Seating is limited, so register today. Visit exomarriage.com tour. Take your church to a new level with Jimmy Evans Pastor School. Access the first session at pastorschool.com. This program is made possible by the generous support of our faithful partners.